0: Cloud computing, why is now the time for healthcare? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking about cloud computing and healthcare today, and we're talking with David Finn, Health IT Officer with Symantec. David, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. David, just to give us sort of a baseline here, how would you describe the state of cloud computing and healthcare today?
1: Well, Cloud computing in healthcare is in its exploratory and, and kind of early development phase. Uh, at this point in time, we're seeing a lot of healthcare providers who are still in the process of understanding the cloud paradigm and formulating their own cloud strategies. In other industries, we see the cloud is as, as a mature, reliable model for IT service delivery and one of the reasons for this lag in healthcare, I think, is that there's still a lot of discussion about what cloud computing is. There's a lot of opinions on what, uh, what cloud computing means and what it is or isn't. And whether it's, it's a sea change or just another technology fad. And when I talk to health IT departments, uh, m- my suggestion is don't get hung up on definitions or terminology. Don't focus on the jargon of whether something is a cloud computing or software as a service or infrastructure as a service or or just another buzzword. But focus on changing the IT equation. The world of computing is really moving away from the on-premise IT model where you keep buying servers and you keep buying software licenses and you keep buying storage as your business grows. Cloud computing disrupts that conventional model and opens a new information technology path for business. So you have these clouds, if you will, of computing power accessed over the internet, and they become your data center. Uh, Among the clouds, you'll find inexpensive storage that users can access on demand from any location on virtually any kind of device.
0: Well, you make a good point that segues into my next question, one of the things we see consistently is healthcare organizations face a shortage of storage capacity for things such as diagnostic images, research data, other electronic information. Where can cloud computing help out in addressing that storage capacity issue?
1: Well, increasing secure storage capacity and lowering costs uh, seem like mutually exclusive propositions in the healthcare industry. But the cloud can provide you virtually unlimited storage at a fraction of the cost of doing it yourself. Uh, And you can do it faster, cheaper. You can free your own resources. And it's as secure, if not more secure, than your own data center. And once it's in the cloud, frankly, it's easier to share on top of that. So most healthcare organizations today can't just keep adding storage capacity to keep up with uh, medical image archive, for example. We find that medical images are about a third of a hospital's storage uh, requirement. And the exponential growth in these image sizes and the volumes of, of the images they're taking translates into more storage and more space in the data center. And the data center is already probably an all-time premium. So we're seeing that while the cost of terabyte per, per hardware is on the decline, uh, the cost of personnel to manage and, and keep up with that storage and, and the hardware and the power and cooling costs are actually on the rise. Uh, you've got bigger images, more images. You've got longer retention periods. So while the per terabyte cost declines, the number of terabytes you need to store is growing exponentially faster than that. We already know that capital budgets are down from two years ago and any relief on in capital dollars in healthcare is generally being pushed into electronic medical records or other uh clinical systems, implementing CPOE, achieving meaningful use into I C D ten products uh and projects. And and so, in addition to adding to your storage farm, assuming you have the capital dollars to do that, uh, you're also increasing your your operating costs on an ongoing basis. So uh, uh, the cloud offers real relief from that. And and the other the other piece is that is the cloud gets that off of of your plate to deal with. Whereas if you're doing that in house and on premise, uh, when you reach lifecycle on that or it start the same cycle all over again?
0: Now, David, as you know, some organizations, and not, health, not just healthcare organizations, have been reluctant to em- embrace the cloud because of their fears about whether the approach provides adequate se- security protections. How do you address this concern about security?
1: That—that That is a great question, Tom, and I've, I've got an analogy here. I want, want you to go with me for just a minute. Uh, uh, most of us, live in our houses with our family and and we've got our spouses and our kids and our dog and, and we put locks on the door and we may put on special windows and we keep all our stuff in our house. But most of us have documents or things like birth certificates and wills and deeds and they're things we absolutely have to have, they're very important. But we don't keep those in our house. We don't need them very often. We just want to be able to get them when we need them, and we want to make sure they're safe. So we trot those down to the neighborhood bank and put them in a safe deposit box. And to me, that that is no different than what we're proposing with cloud storage. It's stuff you don't need on a regular basis, but you can't get rid of it. You have to be able to get it when you need it. And so move it to the cloud. Think, think of the cloud as a safe deposit box rather than a than a soft, fluffy thing where you're putting your storage. One of the one of the concerns we hear about cloud from from many people who are starting to look at it is they lose visibility. and And it's the same issue as, again, a safe deposit box. You put something away down the street and you can't see it every minute but you know and trust that bank. And when you go there, you see the vault and you've got the special little key and someone else has have to, have to have a special little key. And it's really kind of the same thing. We give you visibility into, uh, into what you've put out there. You can monitor it real time and, and any cloud provider should give you that ability. Uh, you should know what's going on with, with your uh, data and, and what you've put out there. But it's not going to be on your site. You don't have to lose sleep about it every minute someone else is taking care of it.
0: Well, let's go with that image, David. If an organization wants to share with others the data or images stored in the cloud or in the safety deposit box, as you say, how can that be accomplished without jeopardizing the security? Because the individual can't be there necessarily watching that safety deposit box.
1: Well, from a, from a sharing perspective, I think it just makes sense. Once something is, is in the cloud, it's easier for other people to get it. What you don't want to relinquish is your ownership of that ability. You need to have a good understanding with, with that bank or with that cloud provider on how you do that. And, and security isn't just making sure that something is locked up and safe. It's making sure that the right people can get the right data when they need it. So you want to make sure you're not disrupting your your clinical or operational workflows in the hospital. You want to make sure that the data is being moved in a way that doesn't change how you're doing business or changes it the way you want it to be changed. And then you want to make sure that, that moving it into the safety deposit box, if you will, that that data is protected. You, you, you want to make sure it's encrypted to that encrypted while it's in transit to the data center. You want to make sure that it's encrypted when it's stored there, so even the, the people who are taking care of it, or you can't see that data. Uh, you want to make sure that it's stored in more than one location in the cloud. And you want to make sure that that process is, is redundant. So you want to look at things from your cloud provider to make sure that there's uh, uh, active passive gateway system for that data to move uh, up to the cloud. You wanna make sure that the the process on your side has hot swappable components. You wanna make sure the data is synchronized between the, the, the redundant gateways you're using. You want to have failover, heartbeat monitoring of, of your system and the systems in the cloud. You should have access to it. Uh, you're going to want to make sure that if, if there's a network or connectivity issue that the data is buffered. It goes on and on. It, it's really no different than what you would do for a system of your own in-house. It's just that you are going to be working with a partner to make sure that you've got the security you want around your data.
0: They're going into another direction, you mentioned the meaningful use not so long ago. As we know, in twenty eleven there are a number of hospitals and clinics that are going to expand their use of electronic health records as they apply for incentive payments under the High Tech Act. How does the cloud computing approach to storage particularly support an EHR implementation effort?
1: That, that's a very good question. It's a question we get from from providers frequently, and and moving things, moving storage, moving images to the cloud per se, doesn't get you meaningful use. It's true, but we also know from the from the high tech directives uh, and what's coming down the road with security, with privacy, uh, with with meaningful use, with having to share data, uh, that there aren't going to be enough health IT people. Uh, the Office of the National Coordinator has estimated there's going to be a shortage of 50,000 health IT experts over the next several years. We're starting to see that already in the market. So the main thing that that moving some kind of routine uh, tasks to another source to letting someone else take care of the daily routine tasks of managing storage, it frees up your resources to work with the very specific healthcare initiatives that the providers need to be working on. It can also help you achieve uh, higher levels of privacy and security with those archives because you don't have to worry about encrypting them and maintaining them and assuring locally that they're safe and monitored, but Someone else can do all that for you and provide you the audit logs and the tr- audit trails should you need them in the event of, of an issue. And with the encryption that is provided, and, and frequently that's an issue in a provider, because you 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 may encrypt some of the data in your site, you may not encrypt all of it, and it's all on, on a big store, and you're backing it up, and do you encrypt everything or do you not encrypt uh, less secure data? But if you can, if you can farm that out and let someone else do the encryption, you may actually enhance your privacy and security, which, which is uh, a requirement under high tech as well to, to have the enhanced protection. So I, I think the big thing is, is you can take some of the burden off yourself and release your people to focus on things that are going to drive uh, revenue, that are going to help you achieve meaningful use directly. Help you share that data in meaningful ways.
0: A final question for you, David. If you could boil it down, what advice would you give to a healthcare organization that's just embarking on a cloud initiative today?
1: <laughs> that's a good question as well. And, and what I generally say when people say, How do I, I start this search? How do I find a cloud solution? My answer is this. A successful cloud computing solution is not a technical solution looking for a business problem. A successful cloud solution is going to solve business issues and help you realize your business objectives with a technical solution. In other words, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Don't, don't think you can, uh, make things better moving to the cloud because they're just going to be better. But if you have an operational issue or you have business issues like storage capacity problems and and managing backup and no capital dollars for buying storage, then I encourage people to look to the cloud as a viable option. This is really just another IT project and should be approached that way. There's there's a few minor differences, but you, you don't go looking for... For a solution, you have a problem, and now you need to find a solution for it. And the cloud should be considered uh, as well as any other options you have. Uh, You need to identify the impacts and limitations of cloud computing. Uh, There's going to be some design issues. You need to understand the cost savings and risk mitigation are, are primarily benefits of cloud computing, but how they fit into that equation. You have to understand the total cost of ownership and what a cloud will really save you. People frequently look at, at storage to storage, but they forget they're paying the power and cooling, uh, to add their own storage. They've got a huge upfront capital cost. They're having to buy licenses for, uh, that, that storage management software. And so you have to look at and understand the whole cost of that. You need to identify the regulatory and, and governance requirements, uh, and and you have to meet the organization's compliance requirements with those industry rules. Uh, high tech and and HIPAA are two, but there's also PCI and and state privacy, and depending on what you're storing, it may it may include Sarbanes Oxley. You want to make sure when you move to the cloud that, that your IT architecture will work with that cloud and not disrupt your workflows internally. Uh, again, we've talked a little bit, a bit about adequate protection, so you want to make sure you're, you're getting that. And maybe most important is, is you need to have a, a contingency plan for your cloud-enabled services, just like you would for any in-house system you are putting in. So, uh, again, we, we sometimes think of the cloud as new technology, and it isn't really new technology. It's just a new model for delivering those IT services. So, you're going to take a little bit different look at it, but you're going to treat it just like an in house IT project.
0: Very good, David. It's excellent insight. Thanks so much for your time and your thoughts today.
1: Thank you. I appreciate
0: your time. We've been talking about cloud computing in healthcare. I've been talking with David Finn, Health IT Officer with Symantec. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.